everybody out there in comic book land. My name is George Serrano, a.k.a. The Don, and if you're listening to this, you could only be here for one reason, and that's a brand new episode of the Major Issues Podcast brought to you by Comic Book Click. And as you know, I am never alone, sir. Introduce yourself. Who I am Cloudus Maximus, and today I brought my allergies with me, so I apologize in <laughs> advance. Cloudus Maximus Ooh. is suffering from, uh, from pollen? Pollen infections? From all of it. From all of it. But he is braving the airwaves today because we are here to chop it up Mm. about chimichangas. We're here to talk. We're here to talk bullets and grenades. We're here to talk about the awesomeness that was Deadpool 2. I guess I'm kind of already just giving a little bit of my opinions right there in a review. But Deadpool 2 has arrived right off the tails of Infinity War. Man, I needed that. And I we were really, that. we were really great. wondering uh, what kind of film this was gonna be. What would it have the gravitas of an Infinity War? Um, what does uh, any superhero movie look like so close to one of the greatest superhero movies of all time? Uh, how did you feel about Deadpool two? Um, especially after Infinity War, uh, coming coming out, I just felt very enlightened. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. So um, it was very, very. It took you to another place. You know what I'm saying? Um, um. Very funny. I liked it better than the first one. It had to me it had a little bit more of what the first one had, and it was a little bit shorter. So I really, 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 really liked it. We had a real deep dive on just the Deadpool character, and um, you know, we we both seen the uh, first movie. So I remember saying like I really wanted it to just maintain a level of heart, and it did. It's a different level of heart in this film, though, right? Yeah. Uh, than it was in the first one with different goals and different um motivations for Deadpool or Wade Wilson. But one of the things I thought about coming out of this film is it reminded me how big Marvel is, right? Right. Like, (laughs) this entire movie takes place with characters and sets and storylines without touching anything going on in the MCU. And it just goes to show, like, wow. And this is what... We still got Fantastic Four and all their uh, stuff there. But, man, can you stop? Ryan Reynolds is Deadpool. Is he? Is it no, possible? There ain't, there ain't no stopping. It lives up to the hype. Plus, plus. <laughs> very, very few actors, you know, get that. Like, I, I, a hundred percent don't know if I, if I was behind, you know, like Wolverine as Logan. We didn't have like options back then, so it was kind of mm-hmm. like, well, he's gonna be Logan. And now that he's been it for as long as he has, he kind of is him. Mm-hmm. Um, whereas Ryan Reynolds, like from the beginning, from Deadpool one, we were like. Oh, this is this from is, the leaked footage and everything. Yeah, this like, is this is what it's, it's got to be. But a sequel is incredibly hard. We've seen a lot of bad yeah. superhero sequels out there, but this one did uh, the best it could to change up the formula, and I I like it. I dug it. There was some things plus, that plus. <laughs> there was, was something that wasn't hundred percent about, but we'll yeah, get into right, that. We'll get right, into that. Right. Usually we go uh, scene by scene and do a deep dive with a recap, but I think we're just gonna tackle some of the big. Uh, messages, moments, uh, and directions that this film went and how it was different from the first one. So one of the first things we have to talk about is the death of Vanessa. Within the first, what? Well, at least before the credits start, before yeah, the yeah, opening yeah. credits start, they kill off Vanessa. Did you know that was going to happen? Did um, you have I, didn't know, I, I didn't know it was going to happen, but I had a feeling it was eventually coming. I was curious. She wasn't a lot in the trailers. They didn't have a lot of her in the trailers. Yeah. So I just thought they were, I thought they actually they were going to break up. And the beginning of this film is a suicide attempt. It's, it's, it's like legit, <laughs> black and white, a man going so, to kill himself. Yeah, laying on canvases uh, uh, full of gas. 
a lot of I I've heard criticisms. I won't say a lot of people. But I've heard criticisms that um, the moment wasn't earned, the death wasn't earned, that they didn't feel the uh, the death. Yeah. Do you agree with that? Uh, I would disagree. You would disagree. I would disagree. I I would disagree, and I would I would put the praise on Ryan Reynolds' ability to emote when she's gone, it, when yeah, she is killed. Over, yeah. Because you know, in that scene, you know, where she gets shot, you have Deadpool bust through the uh, yeah, oh, <laughs> bust yeah, through the through the window. Yeah, there's a couple of times where you where you know he's just like you know I got I, I got these powers, so I'm gonna do this because I already know nothing can you know what yeah I mean? nothing can stop me. So he busts through the window. And that was that was that big moment right there. And too. and in that moment, I'm with him. I want him yeah, to catch like, oh, this man, guy that has killed his girlfriend. Yep. And if I'm booting for him like that, then I, then the moment worked. The moment resonated. Yeah, homeboy, he got in the car. Got him, sped away. Yeah, got into a car, small car accident. Had to stop the car. Yeah, and then and, and then, then he started he, running. And then he was when got he up, took him, his time. Yeah, I was like, oh, I, was I didn't like, know I was what like, that yeah, meant. I was like, okay, I was like, uh, is was like, he thanking him for freeing him? Is this like, <laughs> like, you know, she was talking about having babies and right. <laughs> thanks. For I thought he was in. gonna. I thought honestly he was gonna tell him something or something like that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Whisper something is he and then kill him. Yeah, but he just hugs him and hugs him and then jumps into. Traffic basically, yeah, gets hit by <laughs> and a that was a, that, like I said, that's another moment right there. Like I know I got these powers and I'm generate, so yeah, whatever. Let's, let's it, go, bro. There, there was kind of some foreshadowing of this death, like almost every all their conversation prior, right? Like she's just she's having the kind of conversation a character has when they're about to die, right, which right. is like Kids. let's talk about the future, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Let's talk everything, let's family, talk about the whole where nine. we could be and how we could be happy. Um. And you know they were gonna make a super baby. She gives him uh, her IUD, which is uh, you know a preventative measure for a pregnancy. And so they already have a super baby. They're ready to have a kid. What, what happens at the post credit? Do you think that's still on the table? Huh. Baby pool. Baby pool. <laughs> baby pool at all? Uh, I mean, we have to see who's the who's the lucky lady. Yes. <laughs> well, no. Well, we could be. It could be Vanessa. Think so? Post this film at the end of this film, how he's able to uh, do what he does, and we'll get to that in a bit. It could still be Vanessa. It could still be the movie. Can the next movie can start like this one did? Interesting. <laughs> like, like nothing ever happened, so we might actually get that baby pool. But I theorize that we might get some of her uh, copycat mutant abilities in this film, and we definitely did not. Nope. We barely got her period in this film, but I like everything uh, that Marina Baccarin did, and she's just good. To, she's just nice to look at. Uh, she sure is purdy. She is definitely purdy. But we find out in this. I mean, I say find out because it wasn't illustrated that well or that largely in the first film. But we kind of find out in this film that Deadpool can't die. Nope. Like you can even blow him up, and he can be in different parts, and he just won't go. And rip him in half. How do you feel about not only Deadpool's inability to die, but his almost quest to die? You know, um, more. What I find just as equally as interesting is the workaround that they have for that. Okay. Like, you know what I mean? Like the collar that they had in the movie. Okay, yes, that was, yes. That was ill. He slowed him down. So I was like, all right, I like that little different way. And the... even in that, you know, he he wears the power neutralizing collar in um in the icebox like you were talking yeah. about. And then his cancer comes back. Yeah. And even when his cancer comes back, he's ready to die yeah. then too. Right he's, like, too. he's like, if, if it takes me, then I'll, at least I'll be with Vanessa. So majority of this film our protagonist is suicidal <laughs> and that's that's way different than a lot of these superhero films in any superhero film really um but we see 
him get very close to death multiple times. And we see what this movie decided to portray as death. And it's almost like an like an ocean. <laughs> right? Like you, right. you you die, you get you when you die you feel like you've been thrown into this ocean and you can swim to reach the top or the bottom, depending on how it's I mean, it's to be fair, he did kind of tell us he was going to die. Yes. At the beginning of the very beginning of the film. Um, but how do you think, how, did you like how they portrayed death? The deathscape or the, uh, you know, that sequence there? Uh, when, when he stepped through, it was amazing. Every interaction was, was almost heartbreaking because... I it got. Like she, yeah, I got. She, that I was like, they she's there. And you're not. Yeah, it was I, like you're not. You can't be. You know. At and least do you really want right to be? And he does. Yeah, he He's does. willing to give away everything in his life to be there, and that is a is a. That's the one part of the movie that that where the heart I think worked, um, is the idea that how much he was willing to give away just to be with the person that he loves, and when you think about her death, her death comes directly because of his profession. Yeah. Right, like she didn't go. Oh yeah, go ahead, be a mercenary. So he giving, did that on his own. Yeah, so he's already given himself out throughout the whole movie. He's yeah, you know, and we've seen him um, miserable <laughs> in uh, Sister Margaret's, where they show that Dopinder's now working there. <laughs> uh, he's mopping floors with. Uh, he works for Weasel, but he's just he's not getting dressed. He's using the bathroom on himself. He's yeah. um, putting a whole a whole thing of cocaine under his mask and smacking his face. Did you catch the <laughs> Did you catch the reference from the other movie? Uh, at the oh, end, yeah. Uh, yeah, in Deadpool one, he's um getting ready to go fight Francis, and he tells uh Blind Al, "Did you know the episode we did? I was kind of calling her Black Al for some reason. Her name is Blind Al. <laughs> anyway, Blind Al says, um, she goes, no, he goes, uh, by the way, if I don't come back, I have like a hundred kilos of cocaine." Hidden in this house, right next to the cure for blindness, and when and when he, you open the floor <laughs> panel, you see the cure for blindness, which kind of looks like more cocaine. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, it, who knows? Maybe cocaine is the cure for blindness. I, I, you know, who knows? But um, yeah. So throughout this thing, he's trying to be reunited with his girlfriend, you know, and she is giving him these cryptic messages of how to get to her. Is it how to get to her, or is it how to best fulfill his? His life, his destiny, is this his subconscious talking uh, to him? I don't I like I, that. I was kind of trying to grasp that, right. grasp at that, yeah, grasp at that. But um, <laughs> <laughs> but um, I think she was just trying to guide him in a way, guide him, yeah. But guide him through the land of the living. Like she doesn't really. Does she want him to die? I I wonder. I wonder what uh, motives. Or, like I said, when it comes to something like this, it could literally just be the near death experience and his mind. Messing with him. True. Because he's got a couple. And <laughs> she didn't really say anything that she doesn't, that she hasn't said before. And the stuff about the kid and all that stuff, she spoke about prior when they were talking about having their super baby. So I thought, I thought it was just really cool to play with a different kind of um, love story where it's not a love story. I need to go get this girl. It's like, I need to die so I could be with this girl. <laughs> like, you know, you don't really get that uh, so often. But Josh Brolin, Thanos. Josh Brolin, Thanos. Okay, I mean, Cable. Cable. Cape, Cape, Nose. Thainbull. Thainbull. Thainbull, one of those things. How would you like uh, Cable? I, th- I thought it was excellent. I thought it was good. Um, um, which one? The, um, the time traveling stuff was, was, was real dope, too. Um, I was expecting a, a really, really big portal or something like that. Like, oh, the uh, effects. Yeah, and yeah, they yeah. seem to, like, cause pain. 
Like when he first does it, he's he's screaming. And the and the techno virus, you can see. I th- I thought that was that was ill. Um, especially the on his chest. There was a um shot that they did, and when he's in the bathroom, we're about to have a flashback. Yeah. And um, you see his back. It's on his back. That that was freaking dope too. Yeah. Uh, if you guys didn't know, Dead uh, Deadpool. Wow. Cable. Uh, Cable in this movie, who was just played by Josh Brolin. Um, he is the son of. Cyclops and Jean Grey's clone, so they clone Jean Grey uh, as an evil plot, <laughs> um, and it's Matt is this woman named Madeline Pryor is the clone of Jean Grey, and so they have a kid, and the kid is Cable, Nathaniel Summers, and uh, Apocalypse is a Apocalypse gives him it what's called the techno organic virus, and you were talking about this, and it's basically that his body will transform into a machine, a complete machine. So, uh, somebody tells him that they have the cure for it in the future. So Scott allows his kid to be raised in the future, but they don't have the cure. <laughs> and so, um, using his telepathy, because you know Mama was a big uh, telepath, he's able to stop this techno organic virus from spreading throughout his entire body. And we got, like you said, they did a really good job of showing basically it almost eating him alive, like yeah. this 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 half man, half machine. Um, did you notice that he had like a jumpsuit in when you first see him? He's like wearing this one piece kind of like Under Armour dealy. Oh yeah, before when he, he jumps out when he jumps out the portal. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah before yeah. he put, I was looking before at he like, grabs all his, uh, hmm. he's like some sort of stuff. some sort of odd uh, space man. How do you like his um, gun? Uh, Kept talking about that yeah, thing, right? Yeah, gun was ill. <laughs> Goes to eleven. Uh, uh, yeah, I was just about to say um, 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 when Deadpool um picks it up inside the prison when they're fighting, um, he, I feel like he, he looks says down. It like eight he times. looks down. He looks down and he looks at the um. At the 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 the, the, the which one call, what the knob? Yeah, the knob, and he he looks back up and goes, because <gasps> that that was the same that was the same reaction <laughs> I had. I was like, oh dude, you just turn the knob and you have it. Oh, just let it go, man. It's like oh snap, we can go and to then eleven. They put up, and then Cable put up a shield and he just let it go. Um, that was awesome. We we spoke a lot last time about superhero redemption and the idea that. That uh, Ryan Reynolds is now surpassing his roles in Blade, in X Men Origins, right. in um, Missing One, Green Lantern. Did you know that Mr. Brolin is going under some superhero redemption as well? This year, he killed it as the Mad Titan Thanos yes. and kicked butt as the uh, time traveling cable. But did you know that Mr. Josh Brolin headed his own? Comic book movie. Ooh. Not only did he head his own comic book movie, he had his own comic book movie playing a DC property. Huh? What? None of this sounds like it makes any sense, right? It would just jump at you. But my man, Josh Brolin, once played Jonah Hex. Oh, that's right. Yeah. That was a movie, too. It was a movie. Oh. Jonah Hex. And so... He has now redeemed himself. Yes. Welcome to the land of redemption, sir. Yep. Uh, you deserve it. You deserve it. You played two stone cold. Yep. Two for three. You know, uh, you know killers saying? out there. Keep killing Jack. But that 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 was pretty cool. And we got to see Hope Summers, um, his daughter. You remember he said his daughter's name is Hope? Uh-huh. Um, they have that cool exchange of like, why is there ash on your on, <laughs> on your bear? And he's like, "It's my daughter's bone, like my birth yeah, daughter's." Oh damn! Can we can we go back in time and just never mind? Just keep the music. And then did you notice when they did go back in time, he stops him from 
he explains oh, it all yeah, outright. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He goes, why is there ash on? Oh, it's my daughter's. Her name's Hope. And he just says all that stuff so they don't even have the awkward moment. But um, Hope in the comics is the first mutant-born child after Scarlet Witch does the No More Mutants uh, M-Day thing. So Scarlet Witch flips out, says No More Mutants, oh, and a bunch of the mutant population, dis- like they don't disappear, but their powers are gone. And so a baby is born as a mutant, and it's a big deal because, like, oh, my God, the first baby born. We can uh-huh. restart the mutant race. And um, people are trying to capture it. People are trying to kill it. Cable takes it from the future and goes and raises it as as his uh, daughter, Hope Summers. And then she eventually comes back and uh, to present time and stuff like that. So I thought it was pretty cool that they mentioned Hope. Uh, and I wonder if she's going to end up getting anywhere closer to her comic book counterpart. People that will not go get any closer to their comic book counterparts. We have to talk about X-Force. Uh, <laughs> Let's talk X-Force. about X-Force. We saw our man Deadpool. You know, uh, Deadpool decides that he's going to start his own team because they need to go and uh, get Firefist, Russell, right? Russell Firefist. And uh, he's like, you know what we need to do? We need to build a team. We need them tough. We need them morally flexible and young enough so they can carry this franchise in like 10 or 12 years. <laughs> Which I thought was really funny. But, yeah, we get to see Shatterstar from Mojo World. We get to see Bedlam, played by Terry Crews. We get Vanisher, who uh, has vanished. Who's Brad Pitt. Yeah, who was Brad Pitt. Um, <laughs> Zeitgeist, with the ability of acid vomit. This is actually a real character, too, by the way. Who comes up? Who writes these things down? I don't know. who. Whoever came up with that guy should be fired. I guess after, like, uh, uh, like laser vision and flight and fire and ice. You just kind of do whatever. Vomit, hold acid vomit. Down. I guess acid vomit. Um, they all die, and well, Peter stays alive. But man, we lost the whole X Force because of a wind advisory, mind you. And they kept saying it too. They kept telling him <laughs> the shot where he looks. And they're all like flipping in the in their thing. It's hilarious because because he lands this, first, yeah, and well then he they, looks up and everybody's just going nuts in the but sky. But this is you know, um, Thunderstruck starts playing from ACDC, and the, it. I feel like Thunderstruck is the um, skydiving song. Uh-huh. Like whenever that song plays, <laughs> get ready for people to start skydiving. Maximum but altitude. but they jump and they they make a sign yeah, of an, make X, an X, yeah, and everyone. Feeling great, like, and yeah, then Deadpool the lands. Running. Deadpool lands and looks up, and they're all <laughs> they're just, just doing cartwheels. Oh is my hit god! By a bus. Bedlam is hit by a bus. Shatterstar uh, lands on a helicopter with the propellers, <sighs> and you see his alien blood is all green. Um, Zyke, well, Vanisher hits a, a electrical pole and electrocutes himself, and that's how we find out that it's Brad Pitt. Uh Zeitgeist falls into a wood chipper, and then while he's in the wood chipper, yeah, Peter's trying yeah. to help him, and he throws up on Peter and and uh, burns off the whole arm. Now, there, w- th- there was no way in a million years I would have guessed that this was going to happen. Yeah, I would think they was going to run off the whole team in like 10 minutes. But it was absolutely <laughs> hilarious. As Once the second guy, once Shatterstar hit the propellers, I knew everyone was going to die, and I was up for it. I was fine with it. I was like, I want to see this. And they they had me rolling the entire time, and Peter's so excited that he survived, and then he gets thrown he, up yeah, on. He, yeah, he put his game face on to go help um homeboy in the wood chipper. Yeah, yeah, he didn't have to. He was good, <laughs> but he went to go help uh, and let go. He gets no good deed goes unpunished, I guess. Um, but yeah, we got uh 
We we lost a lot of X-Force. Because even when they go back in time, they only save Peter. Um, and as something that you noted before the show, we saw a whole scene of Shatterstar, like, taking out bad guys or dodging bullets or something like that in the trailers. Nothing. They've done all they can with all these movies to just throw us... But it's all right. I'm all right with Throw that. us curveballs. The Hulk shot from Infinity War. Not in the, right. not yeah. in the trailer. It's like... Uh, and then we saw... Um, Seemingly, hella break the hammer in like a in like Asgard, like it was like a uh like a building, and the yeah, next so thing you know, yeah. they're in grass, they're in just in Norway. They just been uh, they've been I like the swerves. They've been jerking around like that. How'd you feel about Fire Fist, Russell? Uh, I thought it was I thought well, excuse the pun, but I thought he was lit. You thought Russell was <laughs> yeah. lit? Yeah, I had a little bit of problem with like his whole gangster act, nah, but I mean I he had to it. he had to have his own his you know own swagger and stuff like that. He wants to be a hero. Um, but he's all about the whole gangster life and stuff like that. I my mean, favorite part of Fire Fist, <laughs> my favorite part about Fire Fist, um, or I guess the, his inclusion in this film is that I often say that there's a thin line between heroes and villains. And the only real difference between a hero and a villain is that a villain uses trauma as an excuse to do horrible things. And we see the trauma that is put on Fire Fist. He's being uh, tortured at his, uh, orphanage. I think it's called like the Mutant Re-Education Center or something like that. Like some kind of weird, like stern, we're about to teach y'all <laughs> uh, uh, name or something like that. And um, yeah, he, he, his morality, the future of the world, of the mutant world is whether or not Deadpool can get to this kid, can can relate to him. Um, how do you feel about Deadpool's uh, journey to getting this kid on the right track? I mean, he had to really like open up. You yeah. know what I'm saying? He just lost. He had just lost Vanessa. Yeah, is that bunch of reflecting as well? <laughs> that I'd say the scene in which um he like gets close to Fire Fist and is like, "Are they hurting you?" Yeah. Like he seemed really concerned. Like legit. And in the first and in the first movie, he. Kind of touches on it too. You don't touch kids. Yeah, <laughs> you know. Yeah, and he's he seems like they do a shot where it looks like like he's telling everybody like calm down, and then he like turns to him like person like between yeah. me and you without everybody yeah. here, yeah. are they messing with yeah, you? They, they are. And then four or five moments, four or five moments, and he starts doing the he starts doing the Colossus speech, like, yeah. <laughs> uh, and he's like, sometimes to be a hero you gotta get your hands dirty. He actually says, I fight for what's right, and sometimes you gotta fight dirty. That's that's the line that he oh. gives. Um, before he starts capping fools. Uh, we have, and throughout this film, you know, Fire Fist is saying, Deadpool's my friend, Deadpool's my friend, we're, we're a team, and ultimately he ends up seeing Deadpool say to Cable that we're not friends. And that's what sets him on the path of being a villain, ultimately, in the future that Cable's from, right. in which Fire Fist kills his entire family. So, it, it, it's crazy how they play that game of, all it takes is a little bit of, of kindness, an act of kindness or a, a, a shoulder to cry on or a listening ear. And that's what changes a villain to a hero, you know, giving somebody that that avenue or saying, I'm your friend. You can talk to me or I'm on your team. But when you feel like you ain't got no one to talk to, when you feel like you ain't on nobody's team, when you feel like you ain't got no friends, might as well start burning things down. Yeah. And this first thing he says when they get to the icebox is, first thing I'm going to do is go and burn down <laughs> yeah. the, the headmaster and, and burn him alive and take a selfie with his corpse. That's what first, I'm going to find the biggest dude in here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he was all get about the him. prison rules and all that kind of stuff. Um, 
and when and when he and when he can't make friends with Deadpool, he makes friends with somebody who we theorized was going to be in this film, the Juggernaut. Juggernaut Kane Marco is in this film. Juggernaut getting his uh getting his powers from the gem of I think it's called Satarak, which Doctor Strange uses the bands, those red bands of Zatarak in uh Infinity War. I hope I'm pronouncing that right. But anyway. Juggernaut. How do you feel about Juggernaut? Um, I was in denial because a small part of me was hoping it'd be somebody else that was big, but yeah, it, the most logical sense to make Juggernaut. Yeah. But when I seen him, I was like, "Damn, he's actually the Juggernaut, the Juggernaut that we juggernaut. saw in the X Men animated series, the Juggernaut that has graced many a comic with his presence, um, the Unstoppable, as his theme song says, <laughs> he has one of the greatest. He has one of the greatest songs." I have ever heard. Go listen to You Can't Stop This uh, by Tyler Bates, who did the music for this film. It is laugh out loud funny, and they play it during the credits. Um, It's really, really good. But uh, Juggernaut, played by, you want to guess? Ryan Reynolds. Yeah? Get the hell out of here, man. Ryan Reynolds' face, mocap, and voice were used to play Kane Marco, a.k.a. Juggernaut. (laughs) I think in the credits it says Juggernaut is played by himself. <laughs> <laughs> Which I, um, is, I laughed because they showed him tear him up. Like tear he, he him. says, "I'm gonna tear you in half." That's now. exactly that's exactly what he says. And and um, Deadpool is marking out. He's like, "Oh, I I loved you in this issue and that issue." He's nicknaming off actual uh, X Men comic issues, but yeah, gets ripped in half. Juggernaut is responsible for some of the most gory pieces of action. He like snaps Colossus's wrist. Yeah, right back. Uh, it's like, what? Punches. How do you crack uh-huh. metal wrists? How do you break metal teeth? <laughs> and all that stuff happens in this film. And it's all because of the Juggernaut, who is said in the comics that once he starts getting going, he's insto- impossible to stop. And we got to see um, levels of that in this film. He was ultimately stopped, though, by uh, Yukio, uh, Negasonic Teenage Warhead, and Colossus. But if you watch the film at the end, on X-Force is walking away, Juggernaut rises from the pool. So he does. He does. Wow. So Juggernaut ain't dead. So who knows? Who knows if he's gonna ever get his uh, revenge? I was gonna say comeuppance, but he already got his comeuppance. Come he has to get his revenge. Speaking of the resident mutants of uh, Deadpool, which is really only Colossus and Negasonic Teenage Warhead, we we're introduced to y- a Yokio in this film which is Negasonic's girlfriend, the first ever LGBT relationship ever depicted in comic books, I mean, comic book movies. How do you feel about that? That's Monumentous cool. moment. I just didn't know about um, Yukio. So Yukio, you have seen before. Yukio, you last saw in The Wolverine, and it was the female that was uh, hanging out with Logan for the in the, the entire film. Oh. That was what that, that, what that woman was playing was that character, Yukio. So, it's kind of cool, but you got to see, I just liked, hi, wait, hi, Yukio, oh, yeah. hi, every, wait. every time, <laughs> every time, hi, Yukio, hi, wait. Hi, um, Negasonic doesn't really say much in this film. I think a much, a much smaller role in this yeah, movie than I it was, was the other one. Get more, I was hoping she was going to get more burn, but, all right. And then you have Colossus, who goes through, like, almost an entire arc in this film, yeah. where no matter what Deadpool does, he wait. says... He says that Deadpool is redeemable and Deadpool can be an X-Men. But then when Deadpool kills that guy, he yeah, he gives up. Yeah, he yeah, gives yeah. up on Deadpool and lets him get arrested. But later on, Deadpool goes and asks for help 
at the X Mansion and he's playing music and Colossus act like he's not listening or he doesn't care. And ultimately, he does come to save Wade. And he cradles him. Like, (laughs) he's holding him, cradling him. Like, they just got married. And Deadpool's there with a a spike through his head. And he's just, like, looking at him like he's in love. Like, oh, my my Prince Charming has come back to help me. My hero. How do you feel about Deadpool and Colossus' relationship uh, and how it's matured in this film? I don't say it's matured. (laughs) You wouldn't say say it's matured? It's going to stay the same as long as Deadpool stays the same. And um, Colossus is just going to have to freaking deal with it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And throughout, like I said, throughout that beginning, he's really trying to get Wade out of the funk. He's really trying to get Wade out into the action. Yeah. Uh, Wade has a hilarious time. And he has a soft spot for Wade. So He does. Again, I would really like to see, we said this last time, where they met, how they met, because they've already known each other in Deadpool 1. We have no history of this. Um but being in the X Mansion with Colossus got us some awesome uh, Easter egg moments where he's playing with Cerebro, where he's going around in circles on uh, Professor chair. X's chair. <laughs> and he starts saying that there's no mutants. Why is there never any mutants? And we see almost the entire cast of Dark Phoenix. In the next room. In the Beast next room. The door. Yep. <laughs> I remember when that happened in the film, I thought to myself, that's all I need. That's it. That's good. Yeah. I'm fine. Yep. I don't We're need... in here? Okay, that's it. Yep, we're in here. Well, yep. It doesn't, it doesn't 100% make sense because those guys are from the 90s and it's a whole like time thing, right. but whatever. For a cameo, I'm with it. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Uh, and speaking of like the X-Men in general, the reason why Colossus brought him in was because he felt that he needed a family. Right? And although this may not be the his family F he word. wants, his F word, yeah, <laughs> Although this may not be the family he wants, this might be the family that he needs. How do you feel about that message in general, that people need to be part of a group or have a support system to get them through? I mean, if if, if not, at least you're going to have you got to have that on the side. You got to have something like that on the on the side, you know? Right. I think it's a good a uh, good message to give, especially considering that Deadpool is kind of like the worst troll, right? And trolls don't really believe in anything. But they go at various lengths to show that Deadpool does. He does troll. He does throw grenades. He doesn't care about cutting off <laughs> hands and, and limbs and making jokes about it. But there's things that he doesn't cross. He doesn't like to hit kids. He doesn't like to do anything you know, violent or anything wrong regarding children. That's, that even goes back to the comics. And now this idea of family, of being a part of something. And we see him even make the major sacrifice. So this family was a big... This family idea was a humongous... Um, plot point of whether or not he'd be able to achieve this family the family that he only thought he can get with Vanessa and he when he um ends up kicking the bucket for a little bit yeah <laughs> she even tells him like yeah F word needs you yes they're waiting for you that's you that's them right there they need so you go ahead go back it's not your time yet one of the members of this F word and probably the most impressive member of this F word was Domino yeah she was I was interested in how they were, how they were gonna do her luck Talk a little bit about so, Domino. Um, I like when she, well, everything, <laughs> well, I was going to say everything was, was pretty much lucky when it came to her. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, yeah, that's kind of true. If yeah. you go back and you look at everything. Kind of, sort of. Because oh, it was the one part when, where um, she's driving the truck and then she just doesn't. <laughs> she oh, just yeah. She's up like, and walk away from the wheel. Yeah, she kind of does. And she let, goes she let by luck, cable. And, she let luck drive, basically. And then goes back to go drive bro <laughs> yeah and all, all the bullets are bouncing off of things and taking other people out um i thought she was incredibly charming 
great yeah. smile, great um, like she down to earth. Yeah, she d- definitely started to give um Deadpool a run for for his money in that department a little bit. Yeah, <laughs> and it was first. cool. And it was cool to see somebody not take his crap, right? Yeah, to, to yeah get yeah, back definitely. in it with him and be like, definitely. like they go nice uh, back and forth. <laughs> Lucky not a superpower. Yes, it is. Oh uh, no, it's not. Did I just interrupt you? No, 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 no. no. You, you can go ahead and finish. You, I was just saying that it's not. Let's meet in the middle and say that it's not. <laughs> I thought, oh, that was good. But yeah, they go to a length of saying that Lucky's not a superpower. But they give Domino a, almost a Quicksilver-like treatment, right? Where yeah. they give her her own scene to show off how her probability field or her actual superpower, like I said, her is, is her good luck. And we see cars dodging her, bullets, all sorts of things. I thought she was a really, really cool member of this team. I I know we're going to see more of her. And I, I can't wait. Yeah, I really. want to see more luck. I definitely want to see more luck. I want to see her play the lottery. <laughs> speaking of which, uh, but 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 speaking of more, what do you think is the future of of Deadpool in general? What do you think? Do you think we're getting a Deadpool three? He says we're not, but do you think? Uh, are you? Do you have room for know. a Deadpool? Hollywood 3? is known to lie to us. Do you have room for, for a better. Deadpool three? I have room for Deadpool three, four, five, six. As long as it's always going to be Ryan. Well, that's the uh, that's the hallmark of a successful sequel, right? Is that people want more. And um, But Cable's going to be around, so he, he'll definitely be in the next one, I expect. Which leads me to my next thing. If there's no future of Deadpool, is there a future for X-Force? Uh, if no X-Force, then you hopefully see him pop up in X-Men. X-Men? X-Men? You think Cable, Cable might Cable. pop up in the X-Men? Cable or Deadpool? Yeah. We got to see the they really got to play a lot in this R rating, though. So it makes me wonder um, whether or not they will reconsider moving the X Men up to an R or moving these guys down. I would I don't want them to be moved down. Yeah, I'd rather the entire franchise, all franchises, go up to R as for under the Fox umbrella. I mean, listen, Disney's got the kid demographic. I mean, at least at least if they're gonna do it together, you know what I mean? Yeah. So. I don't know if they're I mean, gonna the make mutant, the mutant thing. The mutant issue is an is an adult issue. Like we, they, they, the comic yeah, books it, played it, it to it's us. It's just um, if you throw um, if you sprinkle Deadpool and it just ups it just a tad bit more, you know what I but mean? But to me, doesn't so, doesn't Logan doesn't? Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm like, saying like I I'm saying now I'm yeah. realizing even if you sprinkle it a little bit, it just puts it over the top at least. So you might as well just put it all over yeah, the top. Exactly, you know what I'm yeah. saying? Uh, so that's what I'm that's what I'm hoping for. Tons of Logan jokes. Movie yeah, starts off. The movie starts off with <laughs> him play, smoking a cigarette and playing with a lo- with with the Logan toy with him, and, um, him impaled. Dead. Yeah, impaled on the um log from the ending of Logan. Do you think that's foul that they spoiled Logan? Uh, no. Yeah, you haven't seen it by now. Screw you, man. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, tons of Logan jokes. We even go back to X Men Origins Wolverine and uh, Cap. Um, oh, that was, yeah, yeah, that was. <laughs> We killed Barack. Apu. I could watch that all day. But matter of fact, let's just talk about those that post credit scene. The post credit scene is uh, Negasonic Teenage Warhead is able to mess with Cable's yes. time traveling yep. uh, device, which we had heard later early on in the film only had two charges: one to go and one to come back. Mm-hmm. Something that Deadpool believes is lazy writing, which is <laughs> kind of funny. Um, but Negasonic Teenage Warhead is able to mess with it and get it to work and get. Uh, I guess unlimited charges maybe, and so Deadpool goes back, saves Peter, saves Vanessa, kills uh, Barakapool, and kills Ryan Reynolds before he's able to play Green Lantern. How do you feel about that? I, I man, um, everything that was in there had to come in eventually, especially the um, the the 
Deadpool. The Baracapool. <laughs> the Baracapool. <laughs> I I knew I once I, I saw him. I didn't know him, they were gonna go. So, once I saw his legs, I remember. I didn't that know scene. they were gonna go so crazy with the Green Lantern and stuff. That was that was really really. I really enjoyed that I more remember, than I really thought <laughs> I did. I remember that scene, and they did it. They leaned all the way in, because because when you do something like that, you're openly the you and the studio are openly admitting its failure, right? Right, right. There's no, there's no <laughs> if, ands, or buts. Yeah, yeah. We all know it sucked. Like that's that's what that says, and that's kind of what they were saying with Green Lantern, which leads to a little funny piece of news. Ah, yes. Cloudus Maximus, Ooh. because we were tipped off to the fact that Warner Brothers oh, wants their goodness. Green Lantern ring back from Ryan Reynolds. Do you think this is a joke? Do you think that uh, they're serious? Do they have a right to? Well, it's that? a joke to me. Yeah, I think it's funny. It is kind of petty. It is super duper petty. Super petty. But do you believe they have a a, a claim to the ring? Uh, um, have you ever yes given? Yes and no. Before have you no, ever given a gift to somebody and gave. have them talk a lot of crap about you? They and if that happened, would you then ask for that gift back? Maybe. Nah. No. Not really. No. Nah. I well to be thing. I didn't even know. I, I didn't even know he still kind of had it. I thought it was I something see they, them giving them something I thought, like they that. Were, I thought it was something they they like kept. He probably has the entire I lantern. Even, I didn't even well, that's true. You know, he probably I mean, he stole a Deadpool suit from the first <laughs> from the first movie. I'll tell the, I'll send them the lantern. Send them the lantern. Yeah, I'll send Half them the, the lantern. lantern. No, I'll send them the whole lantern. <laughs> I'll uh, keep the ring. So it's a little bit of pettiness on on um Yeah. On DC's half, I just say go make a better one. Go yeah. make a better one and then laugh at the Hal Jordan. Matter of fact, make like the John Stewart one and laugh at the Hal Jordan one. I don't know how you could do that. And he found his wife on that set. <laughs> his wife uh, is the female uh, uh, protagonist in that movie, so he couldn't have hated it that much. But yeah, we got to see him go back, go back in time and stop. Fix, quote unquote, fix the timeline is what he said he was doing. So like you know, we said he shot um, Ryan Reynolds before the Green Lantern thing, and uh, he shot himself as uh, Barakapool in over. Origins and over, 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 over and over and over and over, and over again. And and then he also said, "You're welcome, Canada," when he killed himself as the Green Lantern. But uh, he was going to fi- he was fixing the timeline, but there was an also another rumor that there was another scene that they shot that got cut out of the film. Mm-hmm. In that scene, uh, he decides to fix more than just a timeline and go back and uh, meet a baby Hitler. Oh my god! And from baby Hitler's POV, you see uh, Deadpool mulling over the fact of whether or not he should, you know, get rid of baby Hitler so there is no Holocaust. And then uh, I think he smothers it in the crib or chokes it or some kind of madness. And that scene was uh, pulled from the movie. (laughs) Do you think the audiences could have uh, handled that? No. (laughs) Absolutely. Baby murder? Infanticide? Absolutely not. Infanticide? The world came to a screeching halt. (laughs) Yeah. That was was a little bit out of control. Um, Yeah, like I said, we have so many cool cameos. You saw the entire X-Men. We saw Juggernaut. You think think that um, him saving Vanessa is going to stick? Yes. Yeah? Yeah. You really think so? I I don't think it is. I think it's part of the Deadpool um, universe to be like anything could happen. So the fact that he just whooped the dude. Because I am kind of stuck on it now. I'm going to be, Oh, would you not like it? I don't know. Would that change your enjoyment of the film? Uh, I don't know. I'd be kind of loopy. Yeah. I get uh, you. I get you. I don't know. I don't know. Let's wait and see. Marinate, you're going to marinate on that a little bit? On. I don't know how to feel. Yeah, because um, I just feel like... It, I like forgot, I, I, I feel that like, happened. I was I, laughing too much during... I feel like Deadpool <laughs> is the most realistic cartoon we have. 
Right, right. And right. in a cartoon, everybody comes back. So it's and it just you just shake it off. You don't you don't sit and you dwell over it. But that's my personal opinion. Who knows what what could end up happening? Because these were all the decisions of David Leach, I believe is his name. Uh, no, Tim Miller. Tim oh. Miller is Tim Miller is was the director of Deadpool one, and everyone gave this man like all the awards. Like you. You, you killed it with the budget. You killed it with the character. You killed right. it with the movie. And when he left this movie, people were worried that it wouldn't be as good. Do you think that this director, David Light, did a good job I think uh, good continuing job. the legacy? It, it definitely has a different feel to it. It does. Know? So um, I think it lives up to the hype, plus plus. Universally, people are saying they like it more than the first movie. I haven't made the decision yet. The first movie... I mean, but not by but not by a lot, because the, the first movie establishes a lot. When it yes, and also, movie, you, know what I mean? you so, cannot underestimate the first movie's shock factor. Yeah, hell Because yeah. we were not we, ready. Nobody knew what we were going to watch were going in, so... Yeah, we were not ready for the things that they were able Jesus to... Uh, to uh To do there. Uh, how do you feel about Dopinder? Dopinder I'm returning. I'm glad Dopinder was back. Oh, first of all, Dopinder, um, you gotta stop slamming these brakes, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Dopinder, you gotta stop slamming these brakes. The cab driver yeah, of uh, Deadpool, he's 1 dedicated is in here. He's yes. dedicated, and he wants to be a hired mercenary. He wants to be a killer for hire in this film because he's seen Deadpool do it, and he feels like he needs to fill his soul. So he starts to intern, kind of, sorta, at uh, Sister Margaret's, where all the other mercenaries work, and um, is constantly asking for the opportunity to go in and, uh, you know. Take a couple, take a couple lives, catch a couple bodies, and um, they keep telling him like no, because you don't have any superpowers, and courage is not a superpower. But then he walks in when they're interviewing Peter, and Peter doesn't have any superpowers, and he finds out that Peter's on the team. He gets upset, yep. which is really funny. It was like, uh, yeah, you kind of, you kind of did screw dope in there a little bit. Uh, yeah, but he gets the final kill of the film, killing the headmaster of the school. Uh, with courage, with his, with his, with his car and with his courage. Text cab and his courage. I like that Deadpool was like, I saw you like 15 minutes ago and I've been trying to like, keep myself from laughing so you could do it, so you could hit him and all that stuff. I thought that was really, really good. Because, yeah. Uh, yeah, he he gets the body. The whole idea was that Deadpool doesn't have to kill this guy because if you kill them, you're not any better than yeah. them. Let's see your soul perv. <laughs> boom! Taxi, opener, courage. So Maximum. let's go. Let's get to the long, long, long death scene. Oh my Deadpool God. says oh my in the goodness. beginning of this film that he's going to die. He said, don't worry. He's like, uh, and guess what? I'm going to die just like you did or whatever. And um, in this scene, you know. He just couldn't go. They corner. Well, they find out that Russell is going to take Juggernaut and they're going to burn down the orphanage. So Cable, Domino, and uh, Deadpool decide that they're going to go and try to stop him. They've enlisted the uh, help of the X-Men or whatever X-Men are around. And Deadpool says, oh, sorry, Cable says he's only going to give Deadpool 30 seconds to get to get through to this kid. Because supposedly once this kid kills one person, he ends up liking the taste of murder and just he ends up becoming a serious threat in the future. So Deadpool's entire goal is to make sure that this kid doesn't kill anybody and to make sure that Deadpool doesn't kill the kid. And so um, in this scene, uh, is it, it Cable shoots, right? Cable shoots Russell. Yes. And Deadpool jumps in the way. Uh, and his shot takes the bullet for the kid. Um, his entire suit is covered in like ash, so he kind of looks yeah, like the X Force. Yeah. The X Force suit, which I thought was pretty cool. Um, was it you that said you wanted to see the X Force suit? Yeah. Um. No. 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 I didn't see that. I think it was Dan. I think it was Dan. Dan, I believe, wanted to say that see the X Force suit, but it was cool to it was cool to see a little bit of different colors on old Wade Wilson. 
I thought that was cool. How do you feel about the death scene? Did you know that they were playing the score from Logan's death scene in Logan? What? <laughs> no, I did not. Wow. Yeah, so you get to do, See, it just gets better. It does. It the does get better. Get. <laughs> but how do you think about the death scene? Did you think he was gone? Did you? Uh, uh, I thought he was gone every single time. Every single time, all, and then he would come back. And be like, like, I thought it was times. really gone. Then yeah. <laughs> he's like, I really thought that, that was gonna be it. Just, it, just take a lot longer than it, than, just it, let go. than it should. Um, and I liked how everyone was emotional around him for as long as they needed to be <laughs> for the for the entirety of the very long, long death scene. But um, I mentioned, you know, the death scene was was kind of cool. I don't I don't think anyone really thought he was gonna go, but it leads to what I think is a hallmark moment in this film, and that is. Uh, Wade Wilson eventually crossing over the threshold right. from the living to the dead. He goes and he sees Vanessa in the apartment again. Except this time, she's able to reach through the barrier for his hand, and she pulls him through the barrier, and he's cured. Yeah, no cancer. Was, he he's and then that was a real moment right there. And then in a very sweet moment, he goes, "Is this heaven?" And she goes, "Now it is." And it's just like this is so sweet. Yeah. Like we just. We just seen, uh, you know, people get decapitated and uh, uh, look at all this love going uh, on, acid vomit and and all this kind of madness. And yeah, they still was able to find a way to pull the heartstrings, yeah. and they play "Take on Me" but the unplugged version, and it's beautiful unplugged because they finally understand what he's saying when he <laughs> says, "I'll be gone for a day or two, or in a day or two, in a day or two. Uh, we finally hear what the guy says in that, so that's 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 awesome. Um, but he can't; he's not allowed to be with her. He can't be with her because it's not time. And so they use time, something we theorized would happen in Infinity War. They use time to basically make sure the movie doesn't exist. But he doesn't save anybody else. He doesn't save any of the X Force members besides uh, Pete. And he, yeah, he just saves Vanessa. So Way's not dead. Vanessa's not dead, and Peter's not dead. We still have Fire Fist. We have Dopinder, uh, Domino, and Cable, and Colossus. I wonder if Colossus will join X Force. Huh. Well, that's a thought there. But uh, Wade Wilson seemingly has his F word. He has his family. He has his X Force. Uh, these members that have come together and helped him out throughout the entire film. Who do you think it, uh, is your favorite? Uh, supporting character in this film. Uh, I it's just you know what it is. I I want more nigga Sonic teenage warhead. Okay. You know um I I want her to get like the burn I think she deserves. The rumor was that uh when Tim Miller was on it instead of attached to direct that uh Angel Dust was gonna come back. Who? <laughs> From the first movie, the one who fought Colossus. Oh, yeah. really? <laughs> that have been that have been ill. Yeah, uh, he was supposed to come back, uh, but yeah, you got a lot in this film uh, where they're teaching the lesson that you don't do unto others because they do unto you, right? Which is a big message in the X Men universe: is the idea that these people hate mutants, they talk down to mutants, they treat mutants as less so I than. Feel like I gotta get them back. Whatnot. Yeah, but you shouldn't. You should reject the feelings of revenge and just pity them for not understanding and go on and live your life. Do you think you could do that? You're fire fist. You got the flame powers. People been treating you like crap. How easy is it to turn? Just turn to a villain. Um, 
pretty easy. You got all these lit powers. <laughs> hey, I was hey, gonna hey. call them earlier. Yeah. Um, but um, like uh, like how uh, I mean, it depends on the person. You know what I mean? For him, he I guess couldn't take it, so he, you know, just broke. And yeah. Just. But he, he was had, getting tortured. Yeah, pretty yeah, severely. And he was pretty dedicated on trying to, you know. I think in the film they say that when that thing breaks out, where uh, Colossus, Negasonic, Deadpool go to see uh, Russell for the first time, I think they say that this is like the fifth time he's done something. Yeah, like yeah, yeah, yeah. It is like the fourth time. He's yeah. Done so he's like he's been trying to break out of this this minute, orphanage yeah. for a minute, and when push comes to shove, he's like, "Take me to jail. I'd rather be anywhere but this place." And that's where we find out how badly that they are abusing. Poor little Russell uh, there. But I'm glad that Deadpool was able to get to the center of Russell and, uh, you know, rehabilitate him and change that future. So Hope is alive. C- Cable's wife is alive. But Cable said he's going to stay stick around uh, present. Let's see what happens if the future Make sure that uh, they don't ruin the future anymore and, and create any other kind of apocalyptic uh, future. So that is that. I guess we should end this off with some of our favorite moments. Some things that may not have been so sensitive or so deep in thought. For instance, baby legs. <laughs> oh, my God. I think baby legs was bananas. Baby I legs. knew something was coming. Something, baby legs maybe beat. something was coming. <laughs> does baby legs beat baby hand? Uh, baby legs definitely does beat baby hand. Baby legs beat baby hand? Seeing him like walk like a toddler. It was basically. With, with the weight of, yeah, <laughs> with the weight of a full grown man's body. Just get up and walk cable to go shake his hand. There's bananas, and then act everybody else acting like he was trying to figure out how to walk again. Which they were pretty much right in a way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but the, but the idea that they were still like, oh look at him, <laughs> like like when a newborn walks, yeah, like they're like all excited, cheering him on, like cheering him on. Saying, yeah, that encouraging was, him. That was really really cool. Uh, how about Black Tom Cassidy getting killed and the rest of the movie? Uh, Deadpool calling, calling him a racist. Oh racist. my god, that was that was great. He's like, hey, well, I just hope that with my death, you're able to see people not by the color of their skin, <laughs> but by the content of the character. <laughs> like, I'm not a racist. <laughs> oh my god, I thought that was that was that was really really good. You got the Who are you? I'm Batman. I'm Batman. Awesome. I didn't. That was bananas. I didn't think that was. I remember. I was like, they got they get away with that. That's that's ill. <laughs> Let's go. What was your favorite gratuitous scene? Favorite, like, uh, gory scene, gratuitous uh, scene. Juggernaut ripping him, ripping him in half, hands down. He did it kind of easily, right? And it was bananas. And it was like, ugh. It was like, I'm gonna, rip you, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna rip, rip you, rip you in half. No. Oh my god. <laughs> Matter of fact, let's let's do a let's do a gore off. So you got that. How about uh, Deadpool ch- trying to strangle Cable with his broken arm around it, uh, <laughs> around his was, neck? That was pretty damn. Co- more than that was pretty damn cool. That's freaking creative. He like that's, broke his arm. That's Deadpool getting the hang of everything. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like what he's got. So I thought that was pretty damn freaking ill. That collar was broken and his powers was working again. So yeah, that I was thought, ill. That was pretty cool. You have um, him falling from the balcony and breaking oh, his breaking spine his in like spine. three places oh. on the uh, on the. It was oh. like a lunch table. Yeah, lunch table. Ding! Oh my god! Sickening, Fold. sickening. Fold like a lawn chair. When when the when the convoy gets thrown off track and the slow music starts to play. We can say what the Everything's blowing up. Comes. I thought that was amazing. Um, and then when he come, when he rises from that accident, his head is completely around. Oh yeah, I thought he was <laughs> gonna sit up, and then his head is all the way behind him. 
he has to turn it around. Yeah, it's gonna be around. I mean, he did <laughs> he did blow himself two literal pieces. We uh, saw that happen in this film, so that happened. That was also uh pretty gory, pretty amazing. How about the opening sequence, the working nine to five, where he's there just taking out the scum and and villainy of the world at this I can point. See him fight back. Fight bad guy montages all day. You ain't. You're not lying. You're not lying. Uh, because you have skills. to show that you have to show his skills. Yeah. But you really can't be tying these. And and the comics are not really tied to these long drawn out reasons why he's doing these things. He's right. he's legit for hire. Yeah. He doesn't care. Um. So it was cool that he they showed him at in different countries, uh, taking out the baddies. We got to see him cut the hand. He's like taking out taking the guns off the hands, taking off the hand uh, off the guns or something from the people. Really, really cool stuff. Uh, but 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 domino sequence inside the orphanage because remember she was from oh, the yeah, orphanage. Oh yeah, that was just luck all around. That was and bananas. people just like dying like and the seri- kids and the kids eventually end up clapping and stuff. Even though there was a guy that ended up getting his head clean cut off by a falling locker. Do you think this movie was more gory than the first one? Uh. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I I think I agree yes. as well. Yes. With this film. I'll say that they they really upped the ante with inventive with inventive action sequences. Yeah, and I love that. And I think it's I the idea that, that they get to play with somebody that, that can break things or get things cut off and still fight through it. Um, seeing Deadpool try to steer a car with a katana, uh, stabs through <laughs> Stab someone's through, foot. Yeah, holding down the gas pedal. That was pretty cool to like see things from his POV, which was underneath. Domino's entire sequence I thought was cool, like I said again, where where uh big tractor trailers are flying over her head or whatever and uh nothing seems to be working because of her. Well, good good luck. Um I'm trying to think, trying to think. Wood chipper. Him <laughs> just get him oh, just man. get chopped up in the wood Peter. chipper. The helicopter uh helicopter blades. Peter. Peter's Shout alive though. I'm yeah, so happy Peter's that Peter's alive. alive. I'll count that. I'll count that. But I don't know about the Vanessa thing. Let's see what happens. It's all on them. How do you feel that. about uh, Cable's fanny pack? Uh, <laughs> I don't know. I'm, I'm all right with it. I got a North Face one in the house. Uh, we was like, <laughs> we was like, it's a damn fanny pack. Call it what it is. You know it. <laughs> he's like, yeah, he's like, you, you know, know it. it. Oh my gosh. Um, yeah, I thought that was really, really cool. Uh, but, 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 but. But yeah, man, it was just it was a perfect balance of comedy, of action, of gore, of superhero references, and everybody gets it, right? All the X Men get, get it. Thanos it's, gets it. Um, I mean, I mean, Cable gets it. Cable gets it. Thanos gets it. Uh, if you're a DC fan, you got it from there. He gives it to Hawkeye by saying, "Well, him, yep. him having cancer, <laughs> basically, <laughs> he has the same, uh, you know, talents as Hawkeye," which was kind of, uh, you know. Eh. I guess a nice little jab there. Um, yeah. Deadpool 2, I think, it is is the rare sequel that does kind of surpass the original. Plus, plus, be bad. In different ways. I, I, I don't know who's better, though, Ajax or Russell, though, right? Yeah, or is the headmaster the villain combo, It was a combo of, of things that made it real nice. And, you know, uh, they're still playing around. No. You know, Essex... Is the name of the uh, the name on the orphanage? Essex was also the name on the briefcase in X Men Apocalypse. Uh, these these Essex names lead to Nathaniel Essex, which is Mister Sinister. Mister Sinister has almost all to do with how uh, Cable is born. 
So I wonder if they're pointing to this. Do you think we get a Mr. Sinister? Do you think that's on the table? Or are they just Hopefully. trying to give us ties to that universe because they're in it? Um, I, I mean, it's got to be put in um, eventually or regardless in a way. Yeah. This is it's a main thing in the in the comics. Yeah. Um, 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 but I don't know. They could. Uh, we got Phoenix on the way, so it's interesting to see what's gonna happen after that. Yeah, we do have Phoenix. Huh? I do like. Um, I like all the like the bromance stuff between um, Colossus and Cable. But yeah. then we have it. I mean, Colossus and Deadpool. We end up getting Cable and uh, and uh, why am I messing up names right now? Cable and, Cable and Deadpool. Deadpool. They air out a couple of the orderlies. And, yeah, uh, there's nobody. <laughs> <laughs> you feel that? <laughs> and he's like, uh, what is it? Like, best buds kill pedophiles together. Yeah, something like well, that. Best buds kill pedophiles together like that. <laughs> oh, so good. But, you know, his entire supporting cast was there for him. You know, uh, Vanessa dies. And Blind Owl is like, stop yeah, hitting everybody yourself. Was, everybody was there for him. Blind Owl was like, stop hitting yourself. Weasel's like, get up, get back in it. Colossus is like, you know, um, you have to push past the pain. And he says, like, your heart, you have a good heart. And that's how you get to the whole Vanessa saying your heart's not in the right place. All that kind of stuff there. But everybody was kind of sort of there for him. Everybody was kind of there repping him. And I think that's that's cool to show that he, it's almost him that rejected that family. But that family was always there. Should we talk about Celine Dion? (laughs) Should we talk about that opening credit sequence? I mean, th- she's got a music video with it. <laughs> uh, wh- which is better, this opening cr- credit sequence or the last one? Uh, I think my favorite might be last year's. Yeah, I'm. I would, that's why I'm, I feel so. That just called me Angel song was yeah. amazing. Because <laughs> jumping in, we just jumping just. This one was funny too. This one looked like a James Bond, uh, you know, opening title sequence, and they said like, uh, produced by the guy or directed by the guy, one of the guys who killed John Wick's dog. <laughs> And it says like um, produced by. Did they just kill her? <laughs> and I thought uh, I thought all oh, that was uh, pretty damn cool. Wow, Deadpool two. I'm ready for Deadpool three. If you can have I'm a Deadpool, Deadpool, if you can have a Deadpool buddy cop but movie yeah, with we're anybody, get, we're about to get one. We're probably gonna get one with Cable. Well, you know you're gonna happens. get one with Cable. But let's say the MCU is open. The MCU is wide open. Who do you? Who would you like to see buddy cop with old Wade Wilson? Spider Man, right and I want Tom Holland too. I want Tom Holland right Spider Man. Right That's a good choice. It's a pretty good choice. Obviously, you know uh, Logan's also a good choice there. Uh man, I don't think there's any. I don't think there's beating Spider Man because they're so they're so polar opposites. And I can see Deadpool sunning Spider Man. Like, like, I would like come to see here. Deadpool and Cap. Deadpool and Cap. Yeah. I don't know much about their interactions. I I remember one. He looks up to Cap. I know there's a uh, a respect level there. Who else does Deadpool have? Like real big, uh, you know? He has, like I said, he has the stuff with Wolverine um, there. I would like to see a Deadpool kills the Marvel Universe if they're able to pull those uh, strings. Yeah, that'd be crazy. That is a crazy, crazy, crazy comic. And supposedly now in the comics, he he like deleted all his continuity, or he's uh, gone. Huh. Uh, what's it called? Uh, an amnesia and. He has to start from scratch in the comics, too. Huh. So, we'll be introducing Deadpool to a brand new set of readers, just like this movie. And the last one introduced Deadpool to a brand new set of uh, moviegoers. And you're ready for more uh, Deadpool? I know I am. Always. I'm always ready for Deadpool. Are you ready for Dark Phoenix, though? Um, I'm ready for a Dark Phoenix trailer. I Dark Phoenix, to me, the next X-Men movie that's supposed to be coming out, that will be coming out next year. 
um, takes place in this same universe. But I think it might be the straw that breaks the camel's back for me. Yeah. I will be watching that movie very closely to see if this franchise has gotten its stuff together or it's just going to keep muddying the waters. And I am still extremely, extremely interested in seeing what they do about the Wolverine problem. Hmm. The X-Men need Wolverine, don't they? They need Laura. They, they, they need Laura? Yeah. That would be amazing. Or And Laura could always join X-Force. She has history in there. X-Force. X-Force. I love that, too. We're X-Force. X-Force. Come on, let's do it. X-Force. <laughs> and Pete was hyped to be on X-Force. Even when they saved his life, yeah. he's like, go. Just go away. Like, <laughs> like run. And he's like, but X-Force. He's like, no, don't worry about go. it. <laughs> go. <laughs> oh, it's all so good. Oh, it's all so good. Um, When he throws the katana at... Russell at Russell and, and you think it's yeah, gonna stab him and it's just the, the, the whole handle, handle knocks him, him out and knocks him out <laughs> and then he does like a like a triple axle jump over the car, over the car. and <laughs> he gets a standing ovation from everybody and he's like uh trainee he's like, yeah he's an X Men <laughs> he's an X Men trainee he's an X Men trainee oh what a whirlwind this film was what a whirlwind it's been this past month when it comes to these yeah, comic man. book movies go from the the intensely serious uh Infinity War to now this Ant-Man and the and the Wasp are on the cusp and so is um, Teen Titans go to the movies so we're guaranteed some laughs but I still need some answers don't think you're gonna get away from from uh, just it's true just like destroying half the universe we and won't forget me any answers. we will never and you're not and you're not 100% forgiven Josh Brolin alright I, I re-saw Infinity War uh, yesterday, and it said Thanos will return, so I'm waiting for you to return. You're going to be returning, and we know that, uh, like I said, Josh Brolin is signed on for Cable for four films, so this is the first of four. So we have three more films with Cable in it, around it, near it, or maybe even starring, yep. uh, and so we know we're going to definitely get more Cable in the future, and Ryan Reynolds is open to more Deadpool team ups. He's not really open to a Deadpool movie because he states the only way to make a Deadpool movie is to take away the things that make him comfortable uh-huh. and that we've already done that twice. <laughs> and so how often can you take away everything from him and put him in a position where he is interesting? That's kind of a good question, especially when you go out of your way to undo the things that you did uh-huh. in uh in this film. Was there anything you didn't like about this film? No. That's how even hard to say and even hard to think about at this yeah. point after talking about it. There doesn't seem to be much wasted time in this film where no, I felt like in the first order, yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's why I also really like it. You were it's really you were really think about the runtime of this film. Yeah. Is I, it because of how heavy Infinity War is? Like a two and two hours and I don't know. I just think minutes? it was like well paced. Like I, I enjoyed it all the way through. Like there wasn't no time no downtime for me to be like What's gonna happen next? It was just feeding me and feeding me and feeding me and feeding me. Yeah, and I was just like constantly full, but enjoying myself. And the thing they're feeding you even when they don't. They're feeding you when you they don't. You don't even know they're feeding you. When Cable uh, shows up with the two hillbillies, Uh one of them is Alan Alan Tudyk who plays the robot in Rogue One, and the other one is a man you might know who played Loki in Ragnarok. It's Matt Damon. Wow, that's funny. So they're giving, they're feeding us without even knowing that what they're the feeding hell? us. We got Matt Damon and Brad Pitt in a Deadpool movie, and what is Matt Damon doing now? He's he just, just secret cameos I'm, I'm, I'm with it. all day. He's just, he's just walking on set, going, "What are y'all filming today? You think you can slide me in there? You don't even gotta credit me. Just, just put me in there." Uh, uh just full, full, full to the brim. Uh, yeah, and he took a whole thing of cocaine to the face. 
smacked it. He punched it under the mask. He slapped it on his face. I thought that was uh, oh, crazy, crazy, and it was kind of depressing to see him in so much pain. In so much pain, yes, to see him get get so ready for his suicide. But Wade is alive and well. The franchise is alive and well. The X universe seems to be alive and well. And I'm ready for the next installment in this franchise. And if, and if you're ready for the next installment of the Major Issues franchise, Ooh. or if you just want us to look at previous installments, all you have to do is go anywhere podcasts are found. Google nope. the Major Issues podcast. Look for us on Podbean, Podcast Addict, Stitcher, uh, Apple Podcasts. If you have a, a phone, uh, Apple, iPhone? Is that what they they call it? An i an Apple Apple I device. device, an i device. If you have an i device, you can just go to there's an app on your phone that says podcast, and you just search major issues, and boom, we pop right up. And if you have a good phone, all you have to do is Google major issues podcast, and boom, we pop up, and you know we're we are right there. We are right there in the Google search. We are we are in we're in it to win it at this point. Major Issues, of course, is brought to you by Comic Book Click. And if you want to follow all the things we're doing at the click, all you have to do is go to Facebook.com slash Comic Book Click, Instagram at Comic Book Click, or use the hashtag Comic Book Click to talk about the newest, hottest, latest, and greatest things to come to comic books and comic book media. ComicBookClick at gmail.com will reach any of us here, and we can go ahead and have a discussion about things. Maybe you want to bring up some things onto the podcast, some insights, uh, some thoughts. Maybe you want to tell us, you know, how your day's been. Go ahead. You can go ahead and do that there. If you are in the Twitterverse, we are now on Twitter, major at Major Issues CBC, and that's how you can best reach me, Ooh. George Reno, aka the Don, right there on Twitter. I'm still very, very bad at using it, but I'm still, I'm, you know, I'm trying, I'm trying. Maximum. You gotta believe in me. Believe in me, like Deadpool believed in Russell, and we can get there. You know, we can get there. I don't gotta be a villain. I'm here to be a hero. That's that, that's what we're all here to be. But uh, yeah, I think that I think that's gonna be it for our Deadpool coverage. My name. Is George Serrano, a.k.a. The Don. This has been our Deadpool 2 recap and review. I am Claudius Maximus. And we are your F-word. Here, the click, we are your F-word. We are your family. X-Force. It's all about us. And we'll be there to pick you up when you're down. We'll be there to hide your cocaine when you don't need it. We'll be there to help you when, you're, when your girlfriend gets killed, when you should have used the cream cheese spreader. Wow. Yep. And we will definitely be there to tell you that you, yes, you, your W, are worthy. worthy.